I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything. Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. You know, the old saying is true. When you dip, I dip, we dip. And this is John Helps You Write Better. And I'm John, and you're you. Let's write better. I don't know if you've ever listened to or checked out anything I've put out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash John Helps You Write Better. I don't know if you've listened to stuff or not, or if you've been listening forever. I have no idea. I can't tell. But I tried something different recently. See, normally what I do is I put the movie on, I turn the microphone on while the movie's playing, I start talking over it, pointing out, okay, that's this character, that's this plot moment, that's a good line of dialogue, here's an action beat, here's where this works, here's where this doesn't work. And my hope has always been that people put the movie on and put me on, maybe on their phone while the thing's on their TV or whatever, and they follow along. Or maybe they just listen to me and there's long pauses, because sometimes the microphone picks up the movie in the background, so you at least get some kind of audio track. And that's been fine. I've liked doing that. I've covered a lot of stuff. It's been, it's been pretty good that way. It's worked for years. But last week I tried something different. Last week I went looking for a movie because I was going to talk about, I've been talking about British crime, which is a thing you want to differentiate from American crime because they're built totally differently. One's got drama at the core. One's got sort of visual aesthetic at the core. And they're important to know and they're important tools to use when you're trying to create drama or when you're trying to create action and tension. But I went looking for a movie that's been not necessarily out of print. Uh, it's just really hard to find a decent copy of streaming anywhere. Usually what I do is I prefer to look on Amazon and rent a movie for a couple bucks and then, or, you know, find it free on some other streaming service and put it out. But I went looking for Rock and Rolla, 2008, um, Guy Ritchie movie and it um, it took forever and a day to find it I had to find like two different versions and cobble it together the audio from one copy the video from another and while I got it to sync up right and while it, you know Final Cut Pro does a lot of hard work it it sort of soured me on the whole process I didn't I, I was doing so much work for something that should have been way easier and it it bothered me and then I realized the movie's long so I, I realize it's a little bit long and, and I was impatient and I was already frustrated by the process. And so I start looking, I start doing the other homework. What happens when I, I do a Patreon thing is I sit down and I start looking at behind the scenes stuff. I start looking at press interviews. I start reading reviews and I kind of get a sense of the snapshot in time where this movie existed, where this story was freshest and how it was regarded so that I can say, oh, well, it's been 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever years since this thing's been out. So um, how does that change us? How are the people in this movie no longer the, those people? How have they grown up, aged, died off, changed, whatever, hit it big, failed, etc.? And I realized I I didn't, I wanted to talk about it, but I didn't want to talk about the movie. I didn't want to sit and watch. And I didn't want to do the same thing. So what I did instead was turn the microphone on and just start talking generally. 
it's far shorter. The movie's about two hours. Uh, really, the 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 way to explain Patreon is you take whatever length of the movie is, you add about an hour, hour and a half, because there's a couple minutes in the intro, and then there's usually a wrap-up and a rewrite at the end of things to sort of talk about tools and how you could have built the story differently. And it, it makes for long files in a lot of cases. I didn't want to do that. I wasn't feeling it. So I, I did this sort of short summary about, about British crime and... I uh, was pretty happy with it. At least I was happy in the doing of it, but I was really worried about the reception. I have a very fraught, um, I have a very tense relationship with Patreon because it's it's the thing that's literally like keeping the lights on and keeping me fed. And I always worry that the minute I say or do a thing that's different, the money's going to go away and I'm going to go back to living in the car. I don't want to do that. So it's always a little risky for me when I try something new. The... Um, it went over well. I don't know how well, but at least a few people pointed out, oh, this was a nice change. This was good. I, I liked it. Yay. It felt validating for a minute. And going forward, I'm, I'm, I've still got one more uh, British crime movie to do. I'm going to record it, in fact, right after I, I finish putting out and editing up this episode of the podcast, uh, I've got one more British thing to do, and I, I know it's available on streaming because I literally rented it two seconds before I turned the microphone on. I'm not worried about it, and it feels nice to come back to a thing after a change. Why am I telling you this? Why does this matter? Because over the course of doing what you're going to do, whether you are writing one book, two books, a series, five books, it's your first book, it's your last book, no matter the genre, no matter the person, no matter the tense you're writing, and no matter the writer, you are, over time, going to find that sometimes you need to change how you do a thing so that you can make what you do functional, better, fun, joyful, easier, smoother, faster, nicer. Sometimes you're going to have to change some stuff. Mixing it up every now and then, writing in a different way, writing out of order, trying to come at a scene from a different direction, it's not necessarily bad. Now, I know the manuscript purists out there will sit there and say stuff like, oh my God, you're going to suddenly change your point of view character? Maybe. It's not something, you know, that's a problem. It can be fixed. It can be tweaked. It's okay. But sometimes you have to approach how you write differently. There's a thing when you work out, there's a thing in exercise where after a while you get a little complacent. You start knowing like, okay, so here comes the routine where I do the legs and then I do the, the laterals, then I pull, you know, then I start doing push-ups. And after a while, you don't really get fatigued from it so much as you just get bored by it. So you got to mix it up a little bit. You, you start doing stuff in a different order. You throw in an exercise or two and all of a sudden you're, you're back to it being this new vibrant, oh, I didn't know I could do this, or, oh, I'm working hard again. And it helps. It really does make a difference. I think the same is true for creativity. So the, the point is this. Don't think of the method or the, the style by which you produce whatever you produce to be fixed in stone. You can change it. You don't always have to wear that sweater. You don't always have to have a cup of coffee and put it right there and turn the cup a certain way. I know, I know. The world feels better when you do those things. But if you were two minutes late and you put your coffee, you know, slightly angled differently, or if you uh, 
I don't know, wore a different sweater or worked at a different time of day or decided you weren't going to write 20 chapter 22 when you could write chapter 25, little changes, small things that aren't disruptive. I'm not saying suddenly, you know, switching from I'm writing in Microsoft word to suddenly I'm going to start having, you know, fountain pens and vellum, small changes can radically reinvigorate what it is you're doing. Don't lock yourself into a process that you are unable to evolve or alter, even if it's just a once in a blue moon alteration. It's something to think about. I'll talk to you tomorrow.